0: Court on the Macaw, I'm Katie Adkins, I'm Kelly Reed, and we're gonna talk about some creepy Native American shit, I was inspired by the bullshit holiday that is Thanksgiving, yeah. Anyways, like dream catchers, uh, no actually I don't have any information on dream catchers, do you have any information on dream catchers? Um, they catch your bad dreams and give you good ones. So, now I'm, I just wanna look that up, I'm oh, really? sorry. You didn't know that? Well, I know that. I mean, like, look, man, I just don't know if there's more to Dreamcatchers than what meets the eye. I end. mean, there has to be, but... There's gotta be. I just didn't think to look it up, because in my mind, I'm thinking creepy creatures. Yeah. Like, that was the first thing, but I guess there's a lot of people. I literally things. looked up creepy lore, and then the, like... It's all creatures. The... Well, yeah. Well, I saw some that was, like, lore, but then the second that I saw Windigo, I tunnel visioned real oh, hard. Oh, Yeah. I'm honestly like, my brain is just, it's it's shut down today. <laughs> I did an audition this morning. I my, my soul left my body. I did something. I'm pretty sure I did all of it. At one point, they were like, now do the whole thing again, but improv. And I was like, and I threw your name in it. You somehow got pulled into the scene. <laughs> I was Hi. like, I was, it was about how a roommate doesn't. Constantly snoozes their alarm. Oh, that's me. Yeah, <laughs> I, I know because I hear metal Sailor Moon coming from your bedroom, <laughs> <laughs> and you're just shaking like, my fucking bedside table. <laughs> but I was really inspired by um, Arik's nightmare. <laughs> you remember how, what, like when I'd stay with you guys in Arik? God, and he would. Oh, he was worse Kelly, than me. Kelly used to have this roommate who like had. Oh my god, it sounded like a full marching band was in your living room screaming at you. It and was, it wouldn't wake him up, and he wouldn't. it wasn't even about snoozing it, it would play on repeat, it never stopped. It's like he refused to get up, it became part of his dream or something, that's I, the only it way. It was every fucking morning, I was like, how does this boy ever get up? He doesn't. Yeah, you run in and yell at him and turn off the fucking alarm. He works the night shift now for a reason. The worst part is I remember getting up and yelling at him and then he didn't move and in my mind I'm like, of course yelling at him doesn't work. The fucking alarm isn't waking him up. I remember it sounding like Angry Dolphins, but like with a band. (laughs) No, he did It was a Pokemon remix. Was it? Yes, for a while it was the fucking Pokemon theme song, but like a remix of it. And it wasn't the Pokey rap because I would know. But, and that would have oh been my a little God. more acceptable. Honestly, that would be funny. Yeah. If you just woke up to like. <laughs> like. <laughs> Pikachu, Charmander, Squirtle! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I wish I remembered the Pokerap better than. I, I really should know it better. I I, than I you know do, it was on the tip of my tongue and I was just like. Ah. <laughs> like, the Trio. Whatever. <laughs> rapidash. <laughs> rapidash zoo it. <laughs> so anyway podcasting <laughs> podcasting and like how my memory just isn't here and my brain but yeah my soul of my body they said great thanks katie and i was like i don't know what that means it's either like i don't know what the fuck you just did katie because i knew them mm-hmm. or maybe it was great well we'll find out yep she didn't sing my favorite pokemon insta offended well now i have to sing all of them what is the Pokerop? You know what? We're going are we, on. Are we going on a fucking mission? I can't figure out these Gotta guys. Gotta catch em catch em all. Gotta catch em all. Pokemon! Pokemon. Electro, Diglett, Nidoran, Mankey, Venusaur, Ratataphyro, Pidgey, Seeking, Jolteon, Dragonite, Knight, Ghastly, Punita, Vaporeon, Polyrot, Butterfree, catch em, catch 'em, catch catch em all. Gotta catch em all. Pokemon! <laughs> Venomoth, Poliwag, Gold Golduck, Ivasaur, Grimer, Victory Bell, Moltres, Nidoking, Farfetch'd, Abra, Jigglypuff, Kling- Kingler, Rhyhorn, Clefable, Wigglytuff. I don't like the order in which these Pokemon are listed. It's so random. It's not Wiggly, Wigglytuff, Wigglytuff. It's like, they're separated. I want them to be related. Zubat, Primate, Meowth, Onyx, Geodude, Rapidash, Magneton, Snorlax, Gengar, Tangula. Is it Tangela or Tang... Angela. Tangela, Tangela, <laughs> Tangela, Golding Spearow, <laughs> Wheezing Seal, slow Slowbro, at least 150 or more to see. To be a Pokemon master, master is my, my destiny. destiny. Alakazam, Dodo, but and I'm we're not doing choke. this whole thing. Stop <laughs> this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, caught, I'm vetoing right now. <laughs> Your favorite is in the rap, well, I'm sorry for assuming your favorite is one of the original one fifty one Pokemon. How dare you? so how dare you not have a favorite in the original one 150- fifty Well where we? well, are you a gen two kid? Gen two kid? you know the kids who started playing when the second Pokemon game came out whatever well, this is the life that we're literally learning. anyone younger than us. <laughs> <laughs> we were like five when the yeah! first game came out, so <laughs> With okay, it's it is what it is. All right, back to Native American lore. Uh, owls, I found out, are a shit omen. Um, I yeah, found out they're that they also represent death. Um, still confirm fucking aliens, dude. Yeah, fucking. I didn't think we were ever off the train of aliens. being- I mean, like, let's absolutely one hundred percent real. Fucking fucking with real. us at all times. Yeah, honestly, this is a simulation. <laughs> but yeah, I learned that owls apparently suck. So. Also, there are women? Yeah, the owl women. Um, that's not what I'm talking about, but I know we both came across them and we're like, what? Yeah. Floating heads and owl women. Yeah, floating heads and owl women. I was like, wait, what the actual, this is not what I expected. Yeah. Honestly. Um, but yeah, an owl symbol signifies a bad omen and a symbol of death. And there are these, what the fuck are they called? I'm sorry. I didn't write any of that down because I didn't plan yeah, on talking come on. about it. The Tataklia, or owl woman monster of the Yakima tribe, or Yakima tribe. Five giant owl Whoa. women who would eat children, and they're fucking terrifying. She's scary as fuck. Yeah, I'm gonna I post would that also photo. be terrified of this. I'm gonna post that photo once I update the blog and have it. Look at this! Aliens! I'm fucking telling you, aliens, man. Aliens. Alien photos already showing up. But anyways, it's fucking creepy. Yeah. Surprise, they're the same thing. This photo comes Ba-ba-ba-ba-ba- up a lot. She's cute. I mean, yeah. She's much cuter than the other owl lady. Well. <laughs> Y'all can't see it, but just know It's funny okay bye <laughs> <laughs> thanks for coming to our podcast <laughs> anyway <laughs> we're so scatterbrained what's going on <laughs> jesus christ i okay. need more wine maybe wine uh, will help me no, focus it's not gonna help me I need <laughs> to, like i'm drinking wine because like i have to it's staple but i'm not going hard i went too hard with kimmy last well, night well if you want to not drink that you can throw it over here i mean i'm gonna drink that but i'm not gonna drink a lot It's so sweet. It's super sweet. I didn't show you the other one. I got two free bottles of wine. From them From work. And (gasps) one of them is this goat. Look at this goat man. Oh, goat man. That is a potential related to my Native American story. Oh, see? Perfect. So it's perfect. It's on brand. It's absolutely on brand. But yeah, I got um, the goat boy. And then I also have this other one that has like doves and rainbows on it. They all look, both of them look like they were drawn by children. I love it. So, I honestly. But like in a wholesome way. Here's the thing. I would say, oh, yeah, totally. But then I'm like, there's certain details in here that a child wouldn't have thought of. That it's just a, an adult who doesn't draw well. Well, maybe their parents' attitude. I don't know. Maybe they're a very precocious child. Precocious who children. Is just really smart and pays heavy attention to detail. I don't fucking know. Um, unless we have more to talk about on these. The owl ladies we gave you zero information about. <laughs> yeah, just, I guess, go look at them yourselves, because we yeah. did no research. Look the Tata Clea. They're fucking They're, weird. They're owl women who, like, hunt and eat people. They also eat amphibians, specifically, like frogs and lizards. Yeah, you looked more into that than That's I because did. I thought I was going to do them at first. Really? And then I switched. I saw, like, this full list, and the first one on it was a floating head, and it was a very weird drawing. And I was like, well, I'm not interested in this at all. <laughs> and then I saw the owl women, but it was literally just a picture of an owl. So. Was it this? No. Okay. Um, sorry. Right as I pull up an actual picture of an owl. Um. Pretty much uh, the lore of these women was that they are now extinct, that no one has seen them since. Um, people are the lore is a little unsure on where it came from because unfortunately we discover or i discovered through my research and i'm research, research and i'm sure you you did too a lot of the main beef of these stories never make it off the reservation because mm-hmm. they want to keep it special and secret within their well, community. See, that's the thing is like i got I was lucky enough to find this site that like had um someone who didn't give a fuck about rules. Well, no, it was um, <laughs> it was like somebody who was a uh, scholar and like looked into this shit and was, they were like a professor and taught this shit. So it was like, oh, okay, pretty decent, reliable information from a dot org site. Yeah, wow. really exciting. That's very exciting. But yeah, so these women would uh, also, they really enjoyed hunting children, specifically, apparently there was two known about in, like, the California region, that side of the neck of the woods. North or South California? I don't know. I just know it's California. Hmm. And that, um, they kidnapped a little boy but decided not to eat him, and he managed to escape. And then the rest of the story goes that the cave that they lived in Burst into flames, basically, and they died. And so people think it was like an ancient telling of a volcano, um, or something like that. Huh. Anyways, the stories didn't really get interesting past that, so that's why I chose to not go with them. Is because that was kind of the only main story surrounding them, and you know, yeah, it was just weird. Yeah, I just this is very strange. I just never imagined giant owl women eating children was something I'd come across. Yeah. You know what it kind of reminds me of is, um, the Tooth Fairy movie. The Darkness. Oh my god, okay. You know how I make you tell me shark movies? Yeah. When I was younger, I used to have a friend who would do that, but for all horror movies I was too scared to see, and that was one of them. Yeah. And it was like, you couldn't go into darkness or else she'd get you. I never picked, I never understood why they kept saying the Tooth Fairy. Like, why was it the Tooth Fairy? It was supposed to be the Tooth Fairy. Why is the Tooth Fairy a... Dude, Murderous it's literally been ghost years. Entity. It's literally been years. All I remember is that Anya was in it, and I was like a huge reason why I watched it. Here's your Buffy. Here's your Buffy reference. Here's your Buffy reference. <laughs> Go see the darkness. Anya from Buffy the Revenge <laughs> Demon is in it. Yeah, and she's like a good person, which really threw me off. Um, she's kind of. Well, no, she's good. a good person, but she's not a demon, and she's like really looking out oh, for people, fuck. I which forgot to fucked s- me up. Heart to silence my phone. Like the fact that she was considering other people's feelings, I did not like. That's how much I love Buffy. Amazing. So we're gonna watch the darkness. So we're gonna watch and the darkness. I'll get back to you on that. It's gonna be really fucking cringy. Oh, I bet. It's so I remember watching it when it was like No, I remember being told it was about the boogeyman, not No, it's fucking Toothberry. That's so weird. Yeah. Okay. No, because it was this woman. Who, like, lived in the middle of the woods, I think. I'm trying to remember this. It was this witch lady who lived out in the middle of the woods, and kids would bring them, bring her their teeth, and she would give them things for their teeth, because I guess she used Honestly, it in rituals and stuff. that makes fucking sense, because when you think about the practice of what we do with the Tooth Fairy, it's fucking creepy. Like, here are mouths bones in yeah. exchange for coin like right and toys to play with like what the fuck exactly it's so weird <laughs> that was her whole thing is she was a witch people were giving them teeth or giving their teeth to her she was giving them like candy and shit oh so my their God. teeth would fall out more Did then, like, parents got really pissed off about it because I think one of the kids went missing but it had nothing to do with her and they blamed her for it and so she like got all vengeful and like cursed them and so her like vengeful spirit came around and just like killed people and stuff. Huh. But I guess she only did it in the dark for some reason. I don't know. We should rewatch that movie. We absolutely it's should. Real and then weird. we will update you all. Yeah, we'll tell you. On all the darkness. Story.
1: With or Anya we just and the Toothpay.
0: I stopped doing horror movies on Monday and just started calling it Horror Monday. Well, I haven't completely stopped because rabbit is no more because i mean let's be real that was hella illegal okay and um right now i don't have a nice enough computer that could handle streaming on discord and twitch at the same time yeah um because i don't want to stream movies directly to twitch because that's just also illegal bad news (laughs) bad fucking news yeah. And so I could do it and then have people like chill through the Discord, but then that's two streaming services going on at the same time and it just like That would be a lot. Yeah, it eats up the CPU. Like I'm exhausted just. Literally my about computer it. shut off the last time I tried to do it. Yeah. It just was like, Nope. <laughs> Sounds like, alright. And that's when I watched Candyman, which was you want to talk about like stupid lore? You told me that. You oh my told God. me the whole story of Candyman because of it's stupid it and like we should watch it again. So, because <laughs> <laughs> I need you to understand. So if you want to go first, I know you're covering Windows, yeah. which I'm excited about because we played Until Dawn. Yeah, that was the whole thing. I literally. How accurate is it to Until Dawn? I'm gonna talk about it. If you guys haven't played the game Until Dawn. Fucking play it. Grab your friends. Grab, grab a bunch grab of friends. Strangers. Grab anyone who. Grab them is off willing. the streets. Tell them about it. Yeah, tell them about it. Invite them into your home and play the spooky game together. You'll bond. It'll be a great experience. And maybe um, you'll hate each other. I remember very much hating a couple people that we played that game. with. Yes. Of. Yep. It was great. It was great. Some people just can't take the heat. They can't. Some people. Some people don't, don't listen. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. <laughs> yep. All right, so and I was looking through Native American lore, and then I saw the word Wendigo, and I was like, well, there it is. There it is. There it is, 100%. If I don't cover it, then I shame on my family, because I'm obsessed with Until Dawn. And I had to know if it was a real thing or not. When you say real thing, what do you mean by that? Um, like, how accurate they got it. Oh, okay. I was like, how real Wendigos are, or? Well... <laughs> Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. So um, the Wendigo uh, originates from spiritual beliefs held by indigenous peoples who inhabited large parts of both the northeastern seaboard and continental interior. So do we have specific tribes or just that? Yes, I region? do. Okay. Um, so this was around Great Lakes um, and St. Lawrence River. Uh, there is a bunch of different cultures and nations and they all shared similar ideas about it, which is kind of crazy because there's, let's see. I'm going to butcher these names. There's no fucking way. Let me see. Not that I'm going to do much Not, better, yeah, this, but I just want to curious. But the highlighted ones. Ah, oh, fuck. Yeah, dude. I know that one is Salto. 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 Do you? Cree. That one's Cree. I know. That. <laughs> Cree. Cree is good. And West Maine, Swampy Cree. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> I'm going to butcher these, and I'm very, very sorry. Um, but they, they're all Algon... Algon... Algonquian? That sounds about right. Okay. Like, it's not. <laughs> it's not, but we're going to pretend but everyone, um, They all share dialects of that language. They're referred to as the Algonquian peoples. So mm-hmm. that includes Ojibwe, Eastern Cree, Saltu, West Main Swampy Cree, Naskapi, and Inu people. And I know probably all of those are wrong. I apologize. But I'm doing my best. <laughs> anyway, we believe in you. It's okay. Like, <laughs> just please know I didn't us. Do it on purpose. No, <laughs> yeah, just know we're not making fun of the names. We're just stupid. We're just really—they <laughs> don't. We're really dumb. Spell it how it sounds. We are from the southeast side of America. Yeah, and we don't pronounce words well. Have mercy. So the Wendigo uh, is believed uh, to be the spirit of winter. Oh. Yeah. That makes bet sense. Bet you didn't know that. Well, now I get why until Donna's got to take place in the winter. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I they will get feel to... very winterly, creatures. Yeah. yeah. Well, and I'll get to all of that, but um, basically, I'm giving you, like, the lowdown, just basic facts right now. Got it. Um, so the Wendigo is believed to be the spirit of winter and a symbol of dangers of selfishness and greed. Mm-hmm. Um, Although beliefs vary, the Wendigo is generally considered a horrifying entity with an insatiable taste for human flesh, Ugh. and anyone who encounters a Wendigo risks being devoured or even being turned into a Wendigo, which you oh. see everywhere. Like, pop culture until dawn is not the only place where Wendigos show up. Like, at all. There's Wendigo movies, right? Yeah, and the thing is... I'll get there. Okay, i am got to slow down, because... <laughs> it's fine, you're fine. Because I saw it, and I thought it was very interesting. So one usually becomes a Wendigo as punishment for dishonorable or taboo uh, activities such as engaging in cannibalism due to starvation. Which makes sense because resources at the time, especially when non-natives were coming in, were really low. And so keeping... I feel like the Wendigo would have been introduced to try and be a safeguard against that. Like, hey, we can't eat each other because you're going to turn into monsters but then people were like that sounds fun no you get desperate yeah right you get desperate and then just like the people on the, the survival mountain, yeah, yeah thick thighs save like, lives exactly just like that thick thighs also turn you into wendigos right exactly so like so, this is these are the risks of being juicy y'all the, yeah exactly like keep your being, thickness and juicy juicy and thick ain't all it's cracked up to be all right sometimes you get eaten Yeah. Sometimes you're the first to go because of it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah. Just make sure to have high anxiety so that way your meat is gamey and no one wins. Right. Well, if they think of it. Anyway, that's how hunting works, right? Yeah, that's why you have to kill them on the first shot. That's what I always heard. I've, I yeah, if it stresses them out, like or like no, it's it's the rush of adrenaline. See, I feel like that makes bullshit. the meat gamey and bitter or something, and it makes it less. Good. It sounds like shitty hunters trying to get away with being shitty shots. No, why would shitty shot? They're just like, well, I don't want to kill it anymore because. Well, you're gonna fucking. Okay, if you're gonna kill it, at least fucking commit. Like the right. episode <laughs> of Shit's Creek when he kills the turkey and he goes, why is it bleeding out the <laughs> neck? And you're like, oh, it's bleeding out. Why is it still moving? And it's just horrifying. God, I love that show. I could never hunt. Never. I'd kill it and then I'd cry. And then if I hurt it and it doesn't die, I'm gonna cry even more. Mm hmm. And I'm not going to be able to finish that. I'll be no. like, I can't do it. You do it. I won't be able to see through the tears. Take it to a hospital. <laughs> Fix it. Uh, according to Sean Smallman, an author of Dangerous Spirits, the wendigo in myth and history. Mm-hmm. Yeah, guys. Throwing in sources. Uh, <laughs> Look at us. Look at us. Here's the thing. We specifically... <laughs> do our best to not ever use wikipedia but because of that sometimes people make weird websites guys yeah with weird shit just thrown on it and you know what we're gonna use those yeah i mean why if you you? want to fact check us that's on fucking you (laughs) (laughs) because we're not gonna do it no we're absolutely not (laughs) um so anyway uh according to sean He's basically backing me up and my original thoughts where he's... <laughs> okay, Sean, let's do it. <laughs> it was a means of defining moral social behavior, which could serve as a warning against greed and selfishness. Right, yeah. So basically yeah. they're just like, don't steal people's shit. You'll turn into this Be monster. Be a good person. Don't eat people. Or you're going to turn into a man-eating monster. You said that people get desperate, right? But also it's kind of like saying, well, if you do that, something really awful is still going to happen to you, so you might as well die? Did they really have that much of a cannibalism problem to have to create this creature? I, you know, I'm thinking so, but I mean, if it's near the Great Lakes, it had to be fucking cold. I, I don't know. Like, isn't that when you as a group are like, let's just migrate Great South? Yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> and also, they were in parts of Canada, too. Like, I can only imagine the desperation. To be fair, it's a long-ass way to walk, so I get why they're like, fuck it, we gotta yeah. park it. Like yeah. we gotta just make. How they, know, they get ancestors there? They've been there forever. I don't. F- Where? How they fucking get there? I mean, this they bitch must, don't know about Pangea. This bitch don't know about Pangea. Look, <laughs> I know how they got there. What I mean is why they stayed and didn't. Because what you could do is you could gradually migrate and set up camp along your, the way down. You know, you would think that, but there's probably, like, some sort of, I don't like know. Like extreme camping. I'm talking out hacking. of my ass. Maybe they had some kind of spiritual connection to the land that they were living on. Maybe they were like, "This snow's dope. And maybe we, we want to like stay snow. here. And we didn't realize that our future kids are going to be dumb and not know how to feed themselves. Maybe they didn't know what lied south and they were kind of scared about it. Who knows? There's plenty of reasons. Okay. I already said this basically, but the stress among the tribe probably led to this taboo behavior, mm-hmm. um, and the creation of this Wendigo idea might've been used to thwart those actions. Yeah. Kind of just sums up what I was saying, But yep. but one could also become a Wendigo if a shaman cursed them. Or if they dreamed of the Wendigo. No. Yeah, and the myth was also used to explain mental illness or other serious afflictions, which leads me to one of the most interesting things that I found. This legend, there's this disputed, controversial idea of Wendigo psychosis. What? Yeah, bro. Where people think yeah, they bruh. are Wendigos. Yeah, bro. Because they're like, I ate someone. Yeah. Now I fucking am one. Okay, so here's. What it is, because this is fucking that's to me. Okay. And I, it comes with, complete with a little story. Um <laughs> okay, story time. Here is a story. Here is a good story. So, it's considered to be a syndrome that creates an intense craving for human flesh and a fear of becoming a cannibal. You really want to eat people, but you're also really scared of eating people. You don't want to be a cannibal, but you really want to be a cannibal. I've never heard of this psychosis well it's very controversial well yeah probably not it's a, a lot of backing it's about eating people yeah so uh ironically this psychosis is said to occur within people living around the great lakes of canada and the united states so basically this idea and this psychosis thing it originated where these tribes were hmm So, I mean, that makes sense. It does, especially if you believe in Wendigo's so much that you, yeah, no, I guess. Well, I mean, this is something that's carried over to, like, now. (sighs) Yeah, no, I know know that's what you're saying. I just, why y'all want to eat people? Fucking stop. (laughs) They can't be that good. Why y'all, like, just eat something else? Like You have pizza. Eating people cannot be tasty. And it also is so much work. It's way more work than like, driving up to McDonald's. Like, when I imagine eating people meat in my mind, it's like weirdly salty and bitter, and I hate it. It just doesn't sound like a good time. I don't know. Maybe maybe it's a delicacy. We don't but know. But maybe it's because. Maybe I'm gonna have Wendigo psychosis after this. No. <laughs> well. We're gonna find out. It's an adventure. So, Wendigo psychosis usually develops in the winter. And individuals who are isolated by heavy snow for long periods. Uh, the initial symptoms are poor appetite, nausea, and vomiting. Subsequently, the individual develops a delusion of being transformed into a Wendigo monster. Oh my god. Yeah, dude. That beats fucking scary. If you thought you were fucking transforming? Yeah. I'm surprised a lot of people don't also call it like werewolf syndrome or something. Well, yeah. Well, the difference is, is that they probably crave flesh all the time versus, like, once a month or something. (laughs) They're like, this just happened. (laughs) I swear. I'm sorry. I just, when the full moon's out. It's just so cold outside. (laughs) I just really want to eat people. But it's only because it's cold. It's a seasonal craving. (laughs) It's a seasonal craving. You know, kind of like how you only drink eggnog during December. Kind of like a PSL. (laughs) Like a pumpkin spice latte, but, like, it's your blood. But it's like people spice latte. People spice latte! (laughs) No! (laughs) What's your favorite blood type? My favorite blood type's A, B positive. (laughs) I would love a PSL. Me too. Why do you like pumpkins so much? Oh, Right. Right, Pumpkins. I thought you meant people. My, my bad. Yeah, sure. Woo-hoo. So people with onic psychosis increasingly see others around them as being edible. Well, yeah. If so, that makes sense. I just i I imagine it like a cartoon. You know, mm-hmm. when you look at something and then it turns into like a cupcake or a piece of meat. Yeah, that's that's what I like to think of it as. So it's less scary. Um, at the okay. Same time. <laughs> Um, And at the same time, they have the exaggerated fear of becoming cannibal. So the most common response when a person showed signs of wendigo psychosis was a curing attempt by traditional native healers. In cases of the past, if these attempts failed and if the possessed person began to either threaten those around them or to act violently or antisocially, they were executed. Ooh! I mean, you know what, though? In a tribe, it's like, yeah. Yeah. Bye. Like this guy is making me feel very uncomfortable. He looks at me like he is going to eat me, not in a fun way. Could you imagine Could you that not? living in a community small enough where you're all like, yeah, fuck that guy, kill him. Oh, oh, oh. Also, what the fuck was that response? <laughs> <a> <laughs> <Sorry. laughs> <laughs> <No>. Uh. <laughs> Also, okay, I didn't include this, but now that I'm thinking about it, I don't know why the fuck I didn't. And so I'm just going to throw it in here because he was in literally every single article that I read. But basically there was this dude who went around killing people. Like, basically he was a serial killer. Yes. But he was like, it's okay. They were Wendigos. What? Yeah. He was like, no, you don't understand. I killed 14 people, yes, but they were 14 Wendigos. They just looked like people. Right. So he was a Wendigo hunter? He was a Wendigo hunter. Him and his brother were Wendigo hunters. And then he eventually killed his brother. Okay, yeah. Crazy. But he said that a Wendigo killed him. And then he slaughtered his family and said that they that he had to because they were Wendigos. Amazing. Yeah. It's If I become wild. a serial killer, I'm just going to be like, the wendigos made me, do it. The wendigos made me <laughs> fucking do it. I had to. They were wendigos. They were going to eat people. I saved all of you. You should be thanking that's, me. That's basically what it was. He Amazing. literally went to court and got off. No! He went to court and got off. What year was that? <sighs> like 1600s. Oh, okay. Yeah, no. That's like witch trial time, so I totally get that. Oh, I would. Fucking... Oh, it was all around the the Salem witch trials. Yeah, yeah. I would abs- thousand percent. I would absolutely murder people and be like, yeah, no you understand that too. was. Oh wait, I can't murder people. I'm not a man. They'll oh, just no. think I'm They'll a, witch. Be a witch. I'm a witch. You are now. A witch. You're. But you're the window goes. Go. Honestly, what what if I just put on like I'm a possessed person kind of a thing? Then you'd be executed. Could do an exorcism and I could like pretend to rid the demons. I mean if they cared. I mean enough. I bet and you again you're a woman. I bet you there's people. I know. But I bet you well what if I from a rich enough family? Like I oh, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we forgot to equate money in here. Yeah. I mean if I'm poor I'm fucked. But if I'm rich Obviously. maybe there's a way out of it. You know, I'm just yeah. trying to spice up everyone's lives. We're all bored out here. It's the 1600s. What are we doing? Playing with sticks and hoops? Like, I what mean, is that's that? my favorite activity. Playing um, with sticks and hoops? So, there have been reports uh, regarding the psychosis dating back hundreds of years. And now, I will tell you a story. Okay. It's from 1661 from the Jesuit Relations document. Mm. And <clears throat> I'm going to read it word for word. Hopefully, it will make sense, and I won't fuck it up. What caused us greater concern was the intelligence that met us upon entering the lake, namely that the men did de- uh de- deputed deputed. Wow, we we're already struggling. <laughs> this is exactly what I was concerned about, namely that the men deputed by our conductor for the purpose of summoning the nations to the North Sea and assigning them a rendezvous, where they were to await our coming had met their death to the previous winter in a very strange manner. Those poor men, according to the report given to us, were seized with an ailment unknown to us, but not very unusual among the people that they were seeking. They are afflicted with neither lunacy, hypochondria, nor frenzy, but have a combination of all these species of disease, which affects their imaginations and causes them a more than canine hunger. This makes them so ravenous for human flesh that they pounce upon women, children, and even upon men. Even men, wow. Even men. <laughs> even, uh, the others, I get that. <laughs> I get why you would kill women but and children, why but men? men. Oh, God. Motherfucker. I hope the Wendigos goes eat them all. I know. Like veritable werewolves and devour them ferociously without being able to appease or glut their appetite, ever seeking fresh prey. And the more greedily they eat, this ailment... Uh, And the more greedily they, the more greedily they eat, the more they get hungry. Basically, essentially, they worded it wrong. It's not my fault. I'm trying to make it make sense. This (laughs) This ailment attacked our deputies and his death is the sole remedy among those simple people, huh, for checking such acts of murder. They were slain in order to stay the course of their madness. Fucking wow. So there's a lot of things in that document that I do not like. Least among them being the Wendigo psychosis. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Fuck you people. I hope you get eaten. So here's where I want to get into the pop culture thing. Okay. I want to talk about what they look like. I've seen what they look like in Until Dawn, obviously. Right. And like just deviant art sketches so like what are like the that? deviant art sketches that you've seen because i'm um, curious they look here let me just pull it up this is something i'm going to put on our website blog Phileta. i'm just going to type in wendigo uh pretty much this yeah okay they look like uh, a deer humanoid skeleton husk right that's complete and utter bullshit oh wow is it like this with the human like vampire looking type people so here we go Oh my God. <laughs> then where did this look come from? That's the thing. So, this is what I'm going to get into. So, you'd recognize Wendigos from all sorts of pop culture, including video games like Until Dawn, um, Supernatural, yeah. Pet Cemetery, Marvel comics, and even My Little Pony. Wendigos made an appearance. Non native writers seem to be fascinated by the Wendigo. However, their depictions of them vary considerably from what the, was presented by indigenous authors. If you Google pictures of Wendigos, like we just did, you're gonna find antlered creatures. You're gonna find werewolf-like creatures. You're gonna find large four-legged dogs. It honestly is like a if if um like an evil moose werewolf. Yeah, like a zombie. beast. Yeah, they have zo- the whole like their chest, their rib cages is exposed. Yeah. They, In this one picture, it looks like a, a beast. skull. It looks like the ancient Magus Bride. Yeah, it absolutely looks like the ancient Magus Bride. Is it Magus? I always say Magus. Yeah. Bad. Well, I could be very wrong. It, but it's knows. like an it's like a uh, it's like a beast. It's a beast skull face. Right. So it's very animalistic. So this is this is my personal theory. A lot of how they're represented now, and the reason for the Google searches, and the reason for how they're presented in TV shows like Supernatural and My Little Pony and Marvel Comics and I cannot, whatever. I gotta Google that. I cannot believe they made an appearance in My Little Pony. What the fuck? Yeah. And it's, by the way, spelled uh, W E N D I G O. But it's also W I N D I G O. Oh, really? Different There's spellings. different spellings? Yeah. Oh, you're right. It is W I N D. My bad. I always yeah. did an E. Uh. Yeah. That's a horse spirit. Yep. Is that what it looks like? No. Oh. I was like, why is it a horse? <gasps> oh, you guys. It's a wind. It's a wind. It's a wind. There you go. Yeah. yeah. Fuck me up, my little pony. Here's, why? Yeah, that's the thing. It's like pop culture takes it. And here's my theory that I was getting to. I think that the reason they're presented this way, the reason that they look like beasts, the reason that they look more animalistic the reason that they're more monster-like is because i think hollywood had a set idea of what they wanted monsters to be yeah what they wanted people to be scared of and nervous of um and they wanted to disassociate it from people also they wanted to like need of so they add like symbols like antlers and fur and okay yeah i get it i get it but I really think it has a lot to do with distancing human behavior from them, especially. Mm-hmm. Um, early well, Hollywood on. does it a lot. They don't. I mean, look at a lot of classic Hollywood monsters. They really. And especially like early on. Do you remember. Um, and this is horrible, but like back when um, there were like black models coming onto the scene for like the first time, they put them in animal print. Oh, oh, they probably they did. They would put them in like leopard print and like. To make them look African yeah. and bullshit. And just yeah. like, and more animalistic. That's the whole thing is they're uh, just like, they're not people. I never thought of it like that. That's so fucked oh, yeah, up I, and I hate that. I know, it's fucked. But I think the same kind of thing was done in this instance. They're like, she's exotic, like an animal. Yeah. Here we go. However, according to most Native American legends, the physical form of a Wendigo is very human-like. Over time, it becomes giant. Oh. Um, which is because the more that it consumes, the larger it gets and the more insatiable its hunger gets. Okay. So it takes, like, more to feed it and stuff. Um, in some stories, the Wendigo gets uh, or has a heart of ice and is so hungry for flesh that it chews its own lips off. Conversely, when the Wendigo appears in the North American pop culture, it usually has like Mr. Werewolf, Vampire, Yeti, or some combination thereof. Okay. So here's the thing that I think is super fucking cool. You know, the only pop culture reference that I've found that actually gets it right? Mm-hmm. Until Dawn. It's a very gaunt, human looking creature. Yeah. With hollowed eyes, mm-hmm. yellowed teeth. Well, it doesn't, it's not large, though, but it does it's look not human. Well, but these these things haven't gotten the chance to eat that many people. You're right. Which I, I don't want to spoil the game oh, for anybody who fuck. hasn't played yeah. it. Yeah, sorry, guys. That game's about Wendigos. Yeah. We fucked that up. That's actually already a spoiler, and we're <laughs> sorry. <laughs> we're okay, so, but it came out years but ago. But it's such a good game. Play it anyways, please. Play it anyways, people. There's so much more of that game than just the Wendigos. There's so much. It's so good. But you know what you turn into when you drink another girl's wine? You become a wine, wine to go. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> so, Basil Johnston, an Ojibwe teacher and scholar from Ontario, Canada, Okay. has a quote uh, explaining exactly what the Wendigo looks like. The Wendigo was gaunt to the point of emaciation. Uh, its okay. desiccated skin pulled tautly over its bones. With its bones pushing out against its skin. Its complexion was an ash gray of death, and its eyes pushed back deep into their sockets. The wendigo looked like a gaunt skeleton recently disinterred from the grave. What lips it did have, if he had not chewed them off, were tattered and bloody. Its body was unclean and suffering from separations of the flesh, giving off a strange and eerie odor of decay and decomposition of death and corruption. That makes perfect sense because it's the idea of wanting to eat humans so bad you're eating yourself from the inside out. So being emaciated makes sense. Also chewing your own lips off makes sense. Mm -hmm. I don't know the earliest depiction of Hollywood's Wendigo, but when you look at that description versus let's throw some fur, skull mask, and antlers... For early Hollywood, it's so much easier to do the antlers and the fur and the skull mask. I guess it's so much easier because the makeup back in the day it was not as good as it is today. That's fair, but like you could make somebody look a little more hollow. Like it, I feel like it takes more to make make something skinny dude. (laughs) Yeah, dude. Like just throw cast a skinny dude. Get him like ash gray. Throw in some like hollowed looking ribs and shit. Like, I mean, they made vampires. What's the... Yeah, but vampires are made to look to, like, blend in in a way. Like, they're not emaciated, hollowed-eyed, no-lip creatures. See, I just feel like... No-lip means it's just exposed teeth. Here's my thing, though. Early Hollywood, at that point of time, it what was easier... What are it- we talking about? I'm, I gotta look this up now. <laughs> Sorry. I'm looking up <laughs> everything today. Wendigo early movies... 70s the 70s seems to be when that started okay cool so 70s i think that there's this kind of idea where you didn't want to make people the bad guy you know it was more so like there's monsters coming to get you the monsters are all like these creatures they're animals they're not of this plane they don't have any kind of human-like features at all you know whereas thinking human behavior led to this human thing this human-like thing to come at you. I guess that makes sense. I mean, it was the 70s when everyone everyone was literally being murdered yes. left and right. I still stand by, I think it was easier for costuming. I'm, I'm sure that played a <laughs> to part, too. But some I antlers think antlers on it's someone. a little deeper to be like, don't be afraid of people. Be afraid of monsters, you know? No, yeah, I, I definitely get that. they are like, you don't need to be scared of people. People are fine. People are the worst monsters. Greed. Put that on a t shirt. Oh. <laughs> People are the worst monsters. T shirts on sale now. <laughs> but among many native peoples, the Wendigo remains a warning against greed, but now they associate it with the excesses of capitalism and colonialism. I feel it. Um, rather than wilderness or barren winters. Importantly, even this modern con- conceptualization of the Wendigo among indigenous peoples is not without hope. So that's another huge thing that's a difference between Native American and American lore. is that yeah. the stories from indigenous peoples tend to offer hope in what seems like such a desperate moment. They have happy endings involving characters who escape against all odds. Whereas in Western interpretation, the Wendigo has so much power that the spirit person decimates everything in its path. Um. Also, fun little fact that I just want to throw in before I'm done. There's a couple lakes that are now named after the beast, including a Lake Windigo in Minnesota and Windigo Lake in Wisconsin. Nice. So, so yeah, it's my whole thing on Wendigos. My, I'm doing mine on Skinwalkers, Ooh. which is such a creepy name. Is it, ba- are, are you doing this because of that one movie? No, that's actually, that's <laughs> Sleepwalkers. Sleepwalkers. And that is different. Different really? lore, different situation. Okay. Okay, Skinwa- uh, Sleepwalkers, I'm convinced, was a fever dream Stephen King had and was like, fuck yeah, I'll write a script. No book goes along with that. Stephen King wrote the script, not a book. And let me tell you, God bless that man and all of his drugs. Oh my god. He was having a sense of humor that week, whenever he <laughs> fucking wrote I'm that sure shit. Was... Okay, oh I told god. you about it and the novel and how there's literally a point in the book it where you can tell he just started taking fucking drugs and that's i you could tell he didn't know where to go no it's not even that it's like he had a solid place he knew where he was going and all of a sudden the fucking acid kicked in and he was like where am i space turtle (laughs) it was just (laughs) space turtle (laughs) and i'm not even making it up there's this fucking space turtle he's he's wonderful and i think sleepwalkers is definitely a representation (laughs) of of his drug experience well a skinwalker is different and way more terrifying than sleepwalkers for those of you who were here for the sleepwalker stream i had which was such an experience with kimmy and you should be so lucky to be part of that experience because it's like one of my favorite fucking movies now because it's so goddamn stupid sleepwalkers is about cat people. I love it. But like house Can I be one? but like house cat people. And when I say house cat people, I mean people who transform into cat humanoid people, which is kind of related to this except there's a huge difference. Do I get treated like a house cat? Because please sign me up. No, what you do is you, in Sleepwalkers, you suck the life force out of young people in order to stay alive and young. Kind of like a Rapunzel situation. Well, young people suck, so that's fine. Right, and also the only thing that can kill you is house cats. Fucking try me. (laughs) (laughs) This is very different. And so a skinwalker... Short defo for ya. That's I, I. That's not a word. Definition. Uh, <laughs> I was trying <laughs> to be. I was trying to be cool. Like really, all the kids say. It these days. really fucking failed. <laughs> a skinwalker is a person with the ability to transform into a different type of animal at will. They are most frequently seen as coyotes, wolves, foxes, eagles, owls, or crows. Some can also steal the faces of different people and could appear as someone you know. This lore creature person thing came from the Navajo Native Americans, which, if you're familiar with the Navajo, there's multiple tribes within the Navajo culture. Uh-huh. Because the amount of land the Navajo, the amount of space they take up on the fucking map is like the size of South Carolina it's massive it's right on the borders of colorado new mexico arizona and i want to say nevada 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 um i saved the photo and didn't fucking pull it up go meek. go me pat myself on the back why don't i it's utah yeah it's utah colorado new mexico and arizona damn so it's a lot it's not that whole area but it's that section section which is like roughly the size of this Damn. So it's a lot. So there's a lot of tribes within the Navajo. So they all have their own different stories, but they all believe the centralized idea of Skinwalker, where they originated from and the abilities they have differ. Depending on where you are within the region. Mm -hmm. If I can help explain that a little better. I learned a lot today about the Navajo people. Not a werewolf at all, but kind of similar. It's it's not a werewolf in the sense that it's not a curse. The people who become skinwalkers wanted to become skinwalkers. Knowing full well that you'll be pure evil. Like, you have no good in you once you are a skinwalker. And you are it all the time. You don't, like, become... One once a month or whatever you don't like kill people and then turn back human and forget what happened or know what happened you are that being you just have the ability now to transform and all these other crazy fucking abilities so the shape shift into various animal forms as well as half human abominations most sightings because oh boy there are current sightings of these bad boys there are hundreds of stories it's insane i was shocked i had no fucking clue most people see them as, like, some creepy half-human, half-animal beings most of the time. They're never full-human or full-animal. It's, like, some mixture of both. hmm They are said to be extremely fast, strong, and agile, and have an assortment of other powers, such as the ability to mesmerize, instill supernatural fear, read minds, sow confusion, and to possess the bodies of others for short durations. Hmm. They are usually described as being rather animalistic looking, even in human form, are often naked, not always, but in all these stories I have, they are naked, and are generally seen as being almost impossible to kill. One of the only ways to kill it is to use a bullet or knife covered in a special white ash. Well, I looked into what that special white ash is, and it is crushed up human bone. Oh, God damn it! I thought it was going to be cocaine. No. It is crushed up human bone. Fun motherfucking fact. So, like I said a second ago, there are multiple legends behind the origin of the Navajo Skinwalker. One claims the Navajos mastered shapeshifting in order to escape persecution and relocation. Mm-hmm. Uh, another version relates to the Navajo belief in the Anasazi curse, which is something I didn't have a lot of time to research. These are the lesser-believed origins. Okay. The Anasazi were responsible for the prevailing witchcraft in the Navajo tribes, and that Navajo skinwalkers used off-limits Anasazi ruins and gravesites to gain certain powers. But the most widely in common belief of the history of skinwalkers is that particular Navajo witches, A ayy... ayy... Yeah, it's like ayy naldoloshi... Yeah, translated to mean, with it, he goes on all fours. The naldioshi that's the pr- pronunciation I chose, <laughs> you're going to deal with it, is usually a medicine man or high-ranking priest who has obtained supernatural powers through breaking a cultural taboo, including murder, seduction, or the corruption of a family member. Seduction is a taboo. Like, seduction of, like, your sibling. Like, something really fucking taboo. Never mind. I take back my... No, like, like, taboo in the sense of, like, that's wrong. Like, cannibalism counts. You could become one through cannibalism. You could do it through murdering loved ones, uh, seducing loved ones. Like, just harming other people. Just doing acts of pure evil. Yeah. But it has to be done by someone who is, like, a shaman, essentially. Mm Mm-hmm. I really hope I'm using that word right in this uh, context. But, like, medicine man, higher priest. Yeah. okay. Like, could be shaman-like. So, upon accepting the steep and consuming level of witchcraft... Skinwalkers are in some lore. They're banished forever from the tribe, which doesn't make sense to me. I feel like they would be leaving the tribe on their own free will. They got all these dope powers, but yeah, whatever. Yeah, like, I'm just gonna go run through the forest now. Which tells me that there were probably persecutions of people who they were like, we believe you to be a skinwalker, we're banishing you. Yeah, we're, it's just like, if I was a skinwalker, I'd already be banished, bro. Um, i banished banish my fucking self. Yeah, so, prowling alone in the desert, a skinwalker has the ability to shapeshift into any animal... And apparently, a lot of those pelts of those animals are widely restricted among the Navajo. Hmm. Which is interesting. So, it's, like, it's, like, weirdly sacred because, like, it was people, but also is it like, it's an abomination. But also, like, it's a weird... Don't touch it's, it! <laughs> it's a respect thing, I guess. So, anyways, like I said, there are many variations. But it's kind of hard to get complete details as as this legend is very much kept within the tribe almost never spoken of to outsiders and rarely discussed even among the Navajo because they believe that just talking about it draws their attention okay which is which reminds me of the goat man do you know the goat man the goat man is a uh cryptid of Maryland and basically he's a half goat half man creature who really fits this persona of a skinwalker it's just a different region And it's a more modern cryptid. Okay. It's not something that's been passed down for like however many years through an old tribe. It's like something that people are not sure. Because they're created on the internet, all that stuff. There was absolutely a movie when I was in high school called Skinwalkers. I don't know if you remember this. It was like a young adult movie that basically tried to present them as Twilight type creatures No, you don't remember this. No. Oh my god, I have to find this fucking now movie. Now we definitely have to watch that. It's so bad, but I remember loving it. Oh my god, of course you did. That's amazing. You're like fuck Twilight. I like Skinwalkers. They're yeah, hotter. That's exactly what it was. Here it is, 2006. <gasps> Get out of here, yeah, dude. No, they ain't nothing sexy about that. Yeah, except like they made it. Except apparently it was. They totally made it sexy, and there was like a fucking tribe of them. Here we go. Here, Here's all the sexy skinwalkers. Look how sexy they oh, are! they are hot! They're all so hot! They're so hot! Oh, I hate that, though, but, like, I love the it. like, we need to watch Look oh, at this hell girl's yeah. abs! Oh, they're all... She's wearing leather pants. I'm so into... I Let's need to watch this Let's do it. TV. We're fucking doing it. A lot of people believe that if you talk about the goat man, it draws the attention of the goat man, to the point where I've actually met people who refuse to speak about it if it's been brought up they're like we can't talk about it and they like shut down the conversation because uh-huh. they're so scared huh. and that's how i learned about the goat man was to these people who are terrified like someone would mention it and then they would like lose their mind and i'm like okay okay that's weird but all right this is in zozo yeah but people treat it as such they treat it like zozo i get it they treat it like zozo and honestly we probably talk about zozo more than anyone <laughs> <laughs> more than anyone we're not safe <laughs> What no one's there? safe. nobody That's why he tried. safe. He, t- he came for me and I said, nope. I know what this is. Yeah. I like, fuck off, dude. Okay, so there has been many sightings of these entities by current natives and outsiders alike. So people on the Navajo Reservation site and outsiders. <laughs> hey, Zozo. Zozo. Album of the Year. DJ. With DJ Zozo. Wah, wah. <laughs> I really, I I wish I was an artist. I really need to pay someone. I would love to have, like, a DJ board with, like, demon hands on top of them. But I wanted to also be, like, a Ouija board DJ board. Yeah, yeah. But then, like, demon hands. But then, like, demon hands and, like, little eyes or something. Yeah. Okay, so, um, I have some stories for you guys. And I have this one story that I don't know why I didn't include it, but, fuck it, I'm gonna tell y'all about it. I started with Least Scary to most scary and we're just going to see how much time we decide we have. Okay. <laughs> First story I read takes place in Window Rock, Arizona. Um so two common places for sightings of these creatures is Window Rock, Arizona and uh, Gallup, New Mexico. Apparently they're close by, so I guess they're both kind of near the border. Gallup, New Mexico. Gallup, New Mexico. So this dude claims that they came across a very large coyote sitting in the middle of the road. They were going down this little tiny winding road. And this is what he says from his account happens next because you better believe these stories are all on Reddit. (laughs) Oh, wow. We slowed down so as not to hit it and we could see that this coyote was a big boy. Larger than usual and just sitting there out in the middle of nowhere right in the center of this lonely desert road. It didn't seem afraid of the car at all, just stared at us as we approached, not moving a muscle. So I honk the horn, trying to scare it off, but it just stares at us with these big yellow eyes that looked very eerily almost human. We were a little unsettled at this point and just decided to drive around it and continue on our way. We get past it and start driving off when my dad says, Would you look at that? I take a peek into the rear view, and that coyote is lopping along behind us following us i speed up and it matches our speed gaining on us then just like that there is a man a naked man running alongside our car and he begins to slap the side of the vehicle he has this freaky grit on his face and we are at this point going over 50 miles per hour and gaining speed but there he is running alongside the car he then lets out this sort of wail and swerves off into the night it scared the shit out of us One thing all of these stories have in common is that there's always a screech, a wail, and everyone describes it as a human scream mixed with some sort of animal scream to the Uh point where it just sounds so creepy and inhuman that it just, like, scares the shit out of you. That was the first story I read, which was, like, honestly the lesser of all of them. It was just, like, a fucking weird-ass thing. A lot of, like, so a lot of the descriptions I've read of people who saw them in these stories um they'll describe it there's one description that was a dog body with human hands and feet nope yeah i don't like there was one where it was um i'll get to that one actually i'm just gonna read it all right so tracker 337 on reddit says (laughs) says that this happened when he was a teenager and that he had been driving around the navajo reservation um he is half navajo half hopi and he was driving with his nine-year-old brother and their dog. And as dusk approached, they headed back to their grandmother's house where they had been staying at the time. And they say their encounter goes like this. It was evening and the sky was a deep red as the sun began to set behind us. We were leaving a nice dust trail from the dirt road. And the radio was playing music from the only radio station that could be picked up from the nearest town of Holbrook, Arizona. There was nothing unusual, nothing weird. It was at this time that my eye caught movement of something in the bushes a little up the road to the right of us. I remember slowing down, thinking that it was one of the many free-roaming sheep in the area that would dart out in front of the truck. As I passed where I thought it was, I sped up thinking nothing else of it. Then, out of nowhere, I just felt this dark feeling of fear and dread. I had no idea why I was feeling this, but I definitely felt that something was wrong. As I play this memory back in my mind, there are only a few clear memories that I have of that evening. I clearly remember looking in my rearview mirror and seeing the dark silhouette of something very tall and very skinny that seemed to be covered with some kind of hair or fur running behind the truck after us. Whatever it was, it was not a normal human or human at all. I remember hearing my brother crying and my dog barking ferociously at whatever was chasing us. That's another common thing. Everyone's dogs go crazy at these creatures. Like, they just lose it. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people report, uh, feeling like they smell rotting bodies Ooh. when it's around. And just this insane, supernatural feeling of just upsetting fear. So... I remember speeding very fast and shaking violently as the truck bounced on the washboard dirt road. I distinctly remember that this thing was only getting closer as my brother cried, It's coming up on your side! I remember being scared as hell and thinking that I didn't want to die. At the moment that I thought would be our last, I remember speeding around a bin in the road and seeing a car come towards us in the opposite direction. At that moment, I felt instant relief and felt that whatever was following us was gone. Shaken up but alive, we made it to Grandma's house, wondering what the fuck just happened. We ran inside, not looking back, hoping that whatever was chasing us had not followed us home. As we told my Grandma about our experience, she didn't seem too surprised, which surprised us. She continued by repeating stories that we had already heard at one point or another about black magic, witches, and something, you know, about the Yin and the or skinwalkers. Needless to say... I didn't even want to look out of any of the windows at all the rest of that night. As a matter of fact, I never drove on the reservation at night until I was 21. Damn. And then uh, Jibby Jam 1, who is exploring some old Spanish ruins in New Mexico, who has no ties to being Navajo or native at all. They were with their friends and they picked through an abandoned piece. Like, basically they found a little ruin Uh and they were just like exploring it. They were planning on going camping and like stopped and saw it. And they suddenly heard something very angry and apparently very pissed off, began bellowing like just an ear piercing shriek is what they described it as. Um, they said it was going from wall to wall really quickly, like jumping around. Fuck that. I don't like things like crawling yeah. On walls. Yeah, it was jumping or wall ceilings to wall. Or, or floors for that matter. Just stop crawling. Just Screaming the most blood-curdling scream you've ever imagined. We noped the fuck out of there and drove for a few hours to Bandelier National Monument where we planned to camp out for the rest of the weekend. We got to, uh, Bandelier. I'm, I think I'm saying that right. Bandelier. Or ban- bandelier. At probably, like, 6 or 7 a.m. to set up our camp. After a few hours just talking about what the hell happened at, at the ruins, I went to take a piss behind probably only, like, 300 feet from our camp and this is where everything starts to get a little fuzzy I remember seeing two dust devils coming my way and when I turned around again two of my friends were there and they were motioning me to follow them I couldn't help but to follow them like I was being pulled behind them in shackles Hmm. um I followed them for what seemed like 10 or 15 minutes and then I snapped out of it these weren't my friends they had bright red hair with my friend's faces and cat eyes Both of my friends were actually brunette. I stopped walking and they looked at me with probably the most terrifying gaze I've ever seen. Monsters in movies are nothing compared to this. I turned around and ran as fast as I could back to the way I came from. After like five minutes of a full sprint, I got back to that rock that I pissed at and found our camp. Everyone was there, still sitting around talking and didn't even notice that I was gone. I told them what happened with the lookalike skinwalkers and we packed up everything and left probably within like 10 minutes and got the hell back to Albuquerque. So there's this other story that I meant to include. So this girl, okay, so basically she says that she had been off at a boarding school. Her history is that she was a Navajo woman from the Four Corners area uh, who had grown up in Shiprock, New Mexico. And her grandfather had been a tribal medicine man. Okay. Um, She says that she had been off at a boarding school at Nen New Mexico at the time, but visited her family's modest desert home every weekend. It was during one of these visits that she, one evening, heard the dogs relentlessly barking at something outside. And after a few moments of this, something made a thud on the roof of the house as if something very large had just jumped up there. Okay. Her sisters cowered under the covers, and she went to go wake her parents, who told her it was just a cat and she should go back to bed. Um, She did so, but she could soon hear it thumping about on the roof over her room and could even make out the scratching of claws and heavy breathing. So the dogs were barking and running around the house as it walked back and forth, and at one time it stopped. He was not moving, and suddenly he hit one of the dogs with a long two-inch diameter pole. My sister threw that pole on the roof a day before. When the dog was hit, he was hurt. I can hear that pole when... No! I could hear when the pole was thrown at the dog. I laid in bed listening to the footsteps. The footsteps was not a dog or a cat. It was human, heavy person walking with two legs. I fell asleep as I listened to the heavy steps. The next morning, and I checked the area, there were just weird footprints. We tried to tell my parents, but they just brushed it off. No one paid attention to us. The prints were not too clear because the ground was too hard, so they didn't really
1: make make deep presses.
0: And since no one listens, we didn't bother anymore. Within four days, my cousin passed away. She was 25 years old. She is the one that lived in the north side of the house. And before she passed on, on Sunday afternoon, she mentioned having a bad headache. And that was the last time I heard her talking about the pain. In the afternoon, he went back to boarding school. And by Wednesday or Thursday, my uncle came with the bad news. She passed away after two or three days after the incident. And that was the hardest and saddest thing to take as a kid. After she passed on, my family brought in a medicine man and he conducted a ceremony. When he came in, he said... Two of you know about it. Everyone looked at me and my sister, and we had never repeated our story to the medicine man. He said, it's a man in a bear skin. And I saw he was on the roof of the house. When it walked on the roof, he was using a white powder, and it blew over her. He walked round and round and round and round, and he blew some kind of powder on everyone to put you all into a deep sleep. He had a helper. It was a hummingbird. He did the lookout through a peephole. He blew this white powder on her, and that is how she passed away. Then he explained, I see lights, the light traveling toward our house. It was like a bright flashlight, not spotlight. The medicine man says, that is it. It is that light. Which I don't fucking understand that part at all, but whatever. He conducted the prayers and chanted songs. He prayed using sacred words, words I never heard. And he takes out the fire ashes and arrowheads to ward off the evil skinwalker. After singing and praying for several hours, the light disappeared. At the time, I did not fully understand what he meant, white powder. Later, my grandma tells me that white powder is crushed human bone. And they get this from uh, Graveyards. That was just a weird-ass fucking story that I was like, oh. That is strange. Yeah. That's a weird one. So it seems to be that skinwalkers are intelligent beings who used to be medicine men or shaman-like people who've become pure evil and their intent, kind of like a scary witch in the woods, is unsure. Yeah. Like, what they want is apparently unsure. I mean, it sounds like for the most part it's just to fuck with people and scare them. That's what I got out of this, but there's so many stories, Kelly. Like, I only picked a couple, but there's a ton. And you can go to other sites and there's more fucking stories. Like, on this site, there's stories down here I read. And this is the one where I read about, like, the dog body with human hands. We'll see, this I thought dude, I wanted to be a skinwalker. No, I'm not so sure. They're fucking creepy looking and they absolutely don't look human. They're just humanoid. Hmm. You're shifting between skins, and it's so creepy. Just all types of people in just this specific area of the U.S. with these experiences, Hmm. and it's fucking nuts. That's wild. Yep. I thought maybe one day I can be a house cat. Maybe you want to be a sleepwalker. You don't want to be a skinwalker. Yeah, I guess so. A sleepwalker is different. You want to see this? I don't know. Fucking with people sounds fun. As long as I'm not, like, killing people, I don't see what the problem is. Sleepwalker. I'm going after your car and I'll freak Here's you Here's their full form. Oh, boy. Anyways, but this is their kind of half form. Oh, yeah. I Here's remember. the other. <laughs> oh, so good. God, I love Stephen King so much. It's so dumb. I fucking love it. It's so stupid stupid. That's so weird. I gotta gotta finish that movie. I have it at my place, by the way. I need to give it back to you. Oh, I was like, is that where it is? Yep, that's where it is. Sweet. Well, anyways, this has been really, like, Native American cryptids. Yeah, that's really what it came down to. We were gonna do lore, and they were like, we found cryptids we love. We found cryptids instead, instead of stories, so I don't know if you'd call it lore. deal with it. (laughs) Deal with it. Yes. Oh, my goodness. Well, um, I was about to say, so I'm going to, I have to catch up the website, which is cotmpodcast.com. It is live, and you can go to it. And we have a little blog that I'm going to put with each episode with images, because I realize we look at a lot of images. We look at a lot of pictures. And we, t- we try to describe it, but let's be We're real. Bad at it's it. not the same as you just looking at it, you dang selves. And I know you want to do it anyway, because um, I do still updating the patreon my my current personal patreon to become the podcast patreon right now it's um just the Tiger Wizard. I'm gonna see if I can change the name of it but yeah so that's also an option if you guys want and also there's a whole you can send us messages and email section of the website so you can tell us your creepy stories. We've gotten like a couple from people I feel like we know. Send us creepy stories. We want to hear them and talk oh my gosh. about them. Also, I just want to give, like, a big ol' thanks and shout-out to, uh, Chelsea, who Kimmy met at a bar who apparently listens to us and, like, what? Oh, I'm sorry, but that just was, like, so cool. We got a call from Kimmy and she was like, I just met this random-ass girl at a bar and she listens to your podcast and I've never been told of, like, a stranger I mean, y'all on Twitch, I know y'all, but like someone else who's not like part of this mm-hmm. community being like, it was cool. It was, yeah, it, was it made cute. me feel like, it made me feel good and validated and fun. So, yay. Thank you, Chelsea, for liking us. And thank you to your boyfriend for showing us to you. <laughs> they apparently listened to it together. Nice. It's cute. So, it's really cute. I love it. Love it. Well, all right. Keep it creepy, y'all. Keep it creepy. Music by freestockmusic.com.